Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina is consistently named one of the fastest growing areas in the country and one of the best areas for families. We cover everything real estate, recreation, restaurants, and just what makes Raleigh-Durham a great place to live. This is the RDU Buzz Podcast. All right, we are live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another uh, Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Uh, looks like Next Level's already chiming in. Good evening from Raleigh. Good evening, Next Level. Thanks for chiming in. Yeah, if you're joining us, make sure to put in the comments where you are uh, joining from. If you're watching this in the future, you can also throw in the comments where you're joining from as well. It's going to help us uh, as we build this out and, and go down the road. So hope you all had a good week. Um, if you live here, really probably anywhere in North Carolina, um, it has been cold, freezing cold. It's been in like the 40s basically all week. Halloween was was pretty brutal. Um, hope you all had a good Halloween as well. But man, it has been unseasonably cold. So I look forward to, I think this weekend's going to look a little better uh, in terms of weather. So um but yeah, I got a loaded agenda tonight. Got some pretty exciting things uh, we're going to be talking about. So um, again, if y'all are just joining, make sure to put in the comments where you're joining from. Um, but going to talk a little bit about uh, some job growth that we're seeing in the area. Um, some of this, some of what we're going to talk about is kind of, I'm not going to say old news, but it's it, 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 there's some updated things about some old news we're going to talk about. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we'll just dig right in. So the first topic of the night, I'm going to share the screen here. We've got Wolf Speed. So Wolf Speed is a um it's a semiconductor um manufacturer that's actually located is headquartered here in Durham, which is really cool. Um it used to be known as Cree before they renamed themselves. So now they're known as as Wolf Speed. Um, but they are opening a, and this, this is the old news part. They're opening a, uh, a manufacturing plant in Chatham County in Siler city. So if you don't know where Siler city is, that is perfectly fine. Most people probably have no clue where, uh, where Siler city is. So if you're looking at a map, Siler city is west of Pittsburgh. If you don't know where Pittsburgh is, Pittsburgh is west of Raleigh, Cary, Apex. So it is pretty far out there in terms of location, but it falls within Chatham County. So when you're thinking about just the general triangle region, you know, most folks tend to think of uh, Wake County, which is where, you know, Raleigh, Cary, Wake Forest, Apex, all those areas are, uh, or Durham County, which is obviously where Durham is, Orange County, which is where Chapel Hill is. Um, but counties like Chatham County are also part of the greater triangle region so their growth directly benefits the growth of raleigh and durham and chapel hill so the growth is happening in chatham county right now with wolf speed wolf speed is just one of those um, manufacturing plants that's coming in uh, vinfast which is a, a vietnamese electric vehicle uh, producer they are moving into chatham county as well uh, to manufacture their vehicles. So, um, but yeah, this particular plant that they're building is a $5 billion facility that's going into Siler City. It's going to create uh, 1,800 jobs, uh, which is pretty awesome. And that's going to be by 
2030. So we still got several years. But what was interesting is uh, Wolfspeed just had a an earnings call on Monday, and uh, the CEO announced that they've already hired 100 people for this particular uh, this particular plant. So hiring has already begun, and this th- this is this is going to directly impact those. Um, especially those on the western side of the triangle, you know, places like Apex and Cary and Holly Springs, um, Pittsburgh, you know, a lot of folks that are going to work in this plant are going to live in those areas. And so the fact they're already hiring is, is, is a really, is a really good, div, really good thing. So um, when you think about these, you know, with where the economy is and um, a lot of uncertainty with certain things to know that not only is this moving forward, but they've already begun hiring is a really cool thing. So, um, yeah, it's, um, I mean, they, and, and Wolf Speed too, they're, they're a big beneficiary. I don't know if y'all remember when the, uh, when Congress passed, it was either, it was either this year or maybe the year prior, um, the CHIPS Act, right? When they were trying to push, um, for manufacturing of semiconductors here in the United States, um, as opposed to getting them, like mainly we get them from Taiwan, um, but producing them here, they were a big beneficiary of that. So, um, yeah, a lot of good things coming in Chatham County with Wolf Speed and with uh, VinFast breaking ground. So I thought that was really cool. Um, this, so the next topic that I'm I'm really excited to uh, to bring this on. This is just so fascinating. It's almost... Um, <laughs> It's almost absurd because we're projecting the most populated cities in 2100, which obviously I'm not going to be alive in 2100. So like this is, I mean, this is really absurd, but it's very fascinating. So when you're breaking this down, Texas kind of rules the the growth that that they're projecting. I mean, they're projecting that in 2100, Dallas has... 33 million people. Houston has 31 million. Austin has 22 million. Really dwarfing places like New York City, Los Angeles, um, places that are the top locations. Now, but what's really fascinating is Raleigh makes the top 20 on this list. Again, this is, I mean, this is almost as absurd as it can get with this being in 20 or 2100. I, I, I almost want to say 2021. Because that just makes more sense, but yeah, twenty one hundred. Let me let me try to get to the page with Raleigh real quick here. It's really fascinating. I'll scroll down here. Yeah, Raleigh is in the top twenty projected for twenty one hundred. And all right, here we go. Now I'm gonna share it back. I can get over here. And Charlotte edges out Raleigh. So Charlotte's projected to have a population of 11 million in 2100. Raleigh carries. So so this so this is something that's really interesting about this area. Um census data splits Raleigh carry as a metro and then Durham Chapel Hill as a metro, which in reality, this whole area is those two metros combined. But when you're looking at this, the Raleigh-Cary metro is 
just the Raleigh, Cary metro area. Durham, Chapel Hill will be a completely different metro area. But they're projecting the Raleigh, Cary metro to be 8.4 million. Now, if you look at kind of the how the population is split today, I think Raleigh carries about 1.4 million. And then you have the metro of um, of Durham Chapel Hill that's right at um, 700,000 or so. And so those combined, so if, if, if you're looking at this with that same lens that essentially the, the Durham Chapel Hill metro will be half roughly of what the Raleigh Cary metro is, you're really looking at this whole area having about 12 million people, which puts it right up almost to top 10. Again, really absurd that we would even be thinking about what population would look like in 2100, but I can't even fathom this area having 12 million people in it. Um, let me know what you think about this. Cause I, I mean, again, this is, this is ridiculous to be projecting this far into the future. Um, but it's, it's really fascinating when you look at this list. I mean, it's a lot, you know, they, they, you know, folks talk about the migration to the South East, um, of the United States. And, and, and you see a lot of that here. Um, I mean, you see in the top 10, you've got, I mean, Dallas, you know, Texas isn't the Southeast, but I mean, you can, you can kind of lump it into the greater Southern region, um, benefiting from a lot of the migration coming in. You've got a lot of Florida on here. You've got a lot of North Carolina in the top 20. You've got Texas, you've got Georgia. Um, so really fascinating stuff as far as what migration trends look like. And we, I mean, we see some of this with, you know, the folks who reach out to us who are moving into the area. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this is one of those areas where we see a lot of migration into the triangle. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I saw this today and I was like, you know, this is, this is, it's just a, it's just a fascinating topic to think about what it's going to look like in 2100 a year. I will probably never see, um, I mean, they, they even say here talking about kind of absurdity maybe we'll all be living in, in the metaverse. Right. Um, but anyway, just really fascinating. So yeah, let me know. Let me know what y'all think about that. Um, I, I can't, I just can't fathom this area reaching that kind of, that kind of population growth, but, but who knows? So there's other article that I saw this week. It was, it's about a development coming in, coming into Wendell. And I never heard of this, but it's called a build to rent community. Um, let me share the screen so y'all can see it here. So it's coming into window, build rent community. Um, and it's the first time I'd ever heard of, of this concept. And I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Um, so essentially, a developer partners with a builder. And they come in um, and they build townhomes and single family homes. Um, and they are for rent only. So this particular community i believe they're gonna have where did it break right here 89 townhomes 83 single family homes um a little too early to determine the rent at this point uh they said but but yeah so i mean it's you know it's not gonna be a small it's not gonna be a small community but essentially what they do is they come in and uh they build this community and none of these homes are for sale they're just for rent um 
And as I was reading it, it was kind of it in in some sense, it kind of bothered me to a degree. But then I was like, you know what? I mean, what's different about this? Because apartment complexes go up all the time, right? Um, and they're just for rent. The developers developing that land, it's for rent. Um, those will never be for sale. No one will ever have ownership over those outside of you know whoever whoever owns it. But this felt a little different. And I think what it is, and I'd love to know y'all's thoughts on 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 where y'all land on it. But I think what what bothered me about this is how much land they take up to develop this amount of space um, that could have otherwise been used for folks to buy real estate or um you know, and use that equity to build wealth and to, you know, benefit the growth of, of their family. But I don't know, it just, it just, it, it kind of, it just hit me kind of, kind of weird um, that, you know, you would have an investment company essentially build a neighborhood that was rent only. Um, yeah. I think, I think for me, it was all about, it was all about the space, right? It's, it's how much space they're taking up, how much land they're taking up that could otherwise otherwise have been spent on um, folks being able to actually purchase a house and gain equity in that house and build wealth with that. So um, yeah, I'd love to know y'all's thoughts on that. Cause I, I, I could be in the minority. I was kind of, I was talking to Cindy about it and I don't, it didn't seem to bother her as much as it bothered me. Um, so yeah, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what y'all think about that. So it just felt, it just felt a little weird. I, apartment complexes are one thing, but when you, when you develop this much land, it just, it just feels, feels a little odd. Um, but I mean, it's a great concept for the developer. Um, you know, they're going to make, um, they're gonna make a lot of money doing this. So, um, all right, next is, so a, a lot of folks don't realize that there's a small pocket in North Durham where there's quite a bit of, um, biomedical, so uh, Merck is up there. Uh, Novo Nordisk, who we're about to talk about, is up there. Um, and there's several others. But this is the other job opportunity I want to talk about tonight that I thought was really was really fascinating. So they are, and this is this is in the very, very, very early stages of the process. So it says, you know, a global pharmaceutical company could. <laughs> pursue a major expansion in a manufacturing facility in Durham. So they're looking at potentially almost doubling their square feet if this goes through, going from about, you know, 190,000 square feet to a little over 300,000 square feet. But one reason I wanted to highlight this, not, not just because the potential for job growth that this brings to the area, but one reason is in in North Durham, there's there there's that pocket of of, of pharmaceutical companies. So we, we tend to think everything is in the research triangle park region, right? That and and the research triangle park does have a not not quite a monopoly, but there there's a lot there, especially when it comes to these types of 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 sciences. And so, but North Durham has a significant amount as well. And there's this there's this little uh, corporate, I shouldn't say little, it's 5,500 acres of uh, the, this corporate park and on the North Durham region. It's in an area called Treyburn. So Treyburn is this established neighborhood up on the north side of town. Um, 
there's a golf course there. I think Michael Jordan used to be a member of the golf course back back in the day. A really beautiful neighborhood. But this is where these facilities are located. There's a corporate park that's essentially attached, or not necessarily attached, but it's but it's part of that space. Um, but I just think you know it's it's kind of hidden. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. But it's a it's it's a heavy hitter in the area as far as what what it has. And this area in general, you know, I, I wanted to show this because, you know, companies like Apple and, um, you know, um, Google and all these other tech companies kind of coming into the region, they get a lot of the press. But when it comes to what this area has that really excels, it's it's the life sciences. It's it's companies like like. Merck and and Novo Nordisk that 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 are really you know setting this area apart from from others. So I thought this the, this chart right here really shows it. You know you've got you've got the Raleigh Durham area here at number six as far as you know the talent clusters they call it of of life sciences. You've got number two is Washington D.C. Number four is New York, Boston, Cambridge makes sense. Number one. Uh, number three is the Bay Area, and then you got number five is San Diego, and we edge out um, LA. So you know it, it, it's easy to kind of get caught up on you know Apple moving to the area and Google moving to the area. Um, there was some big news at at one point about Meta moving to the area, and that kind of I still don't know if that actually is is coming to fruition. I don't know if anyone does. Um, but when it comes to what really drives this region, it's this. Um, so those other companies get a lot of press. This is what really drives our our region. And so um, when you see expansions like that, it's just it's just a really it's just a really big deal. So um, and and a lot of that, you know, I mean, this article points out right here: the outsized presence of biological and biomedical sciences. You know, we've got Duke, we got UNC. We've got NC State, um, and so there's there, there's a lot of universities here that that pump out those types of sciences, and and that growth comes from that. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know, I don't know how many. This article doesn't mention how many jobs this potential um, growth would 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 bring, but I would imagine. I mean, to double your facility like that, I mean, that's a pretty big. Um, that's a pretty big, to be a pretty big thing. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. All right, so this one was really fascinating to me. So, there is um, a plan. It's called the Bus Rapid Transit System in Raleigh. So, I don't know, and I, I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm not the best resource when it comes to um, public transportation in our area. I've never ridden it, and so not a great resource on it. But I do know when you look at some other metros, maybe of similar size, maybe they have some kind of rail system or they have some kind of, um, you know, some something else, right? That it, it's it's there, there. Maybe there's multiple options or whatever it is. Um, our area really just has the bus option. So um, I think when when comparing ourselves to other areas. We don't do a great job here of public transportation 
compared to maybe what some other cities do. Um, I know even, even in Durham, um, sometimes, you know, there, there's, there's bus routes that aren't even connected with, uh, by sidewalks. Right. So you have, you have people who have to like push, push their kids in strollers from like one bus section to another bus section, um, to, 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 to get to the bus. And so, um, just not a lot of great infrastructure there when it comes to public transportation, this project, I love because it's improving that. So, um, I'm going to pull the screen back up here. I'd love to know y'all's thoughts on this as well. Pull it up. Yeah. So the bus rapid transit. So this has been in the works for, for a while at this point. Um, so again, this is nothing new per se, but what is new is, um, they're about to start soon. So there's four different sections that they're, that they're going to be putting together. So I'm going to pull it up here, try to get a better map. This will be the first section, the wake Newburn Avenue. I'm going to zoom in on this map here. Yeah. So you've got, you've got four different, they're called four different corridors, right? So you've got the Northern corridor and you got this corridor, this corridor, and you got the Southern corridor. So basically this is going to look like this right here. It's going to have this section where buses are able to essentially go freely. Um, I think this is going to be a huge, huge benefit to the area, especially for folks who use public transportation. Um, it's going to allow for faster access for them. It's honestly, it's going to allow faster access for people who don't use public transportation and who get you know stuck behind the bus when it has to pull over to the side. Um, I think all around this will be this will be a really 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 great addition. Yeah, next level. Next level says I'm really surprised Raleigh doesn't have a rail or subway system like Charlotte does. Yeah, and you know I I I, I am too to be honest to be honest with you. I think especially with how interconnected the region is. Um, you know, you think of you know I I, I kind of how I talked about earlier, right? Where there's you know according to like you know, the Census Bureau, there's two metros here. There's the raleigh Cary Metro and there's the Durham-Chapel Hill Metro. But it's really, it's really just one area. And, you know, you've got, you've got just that interconnectedness between it. And, you know, I, I, I was driving today, I was driving from Raleigh to Durham, which I do quite often. Um, and you've got Highway 70 that connects, you know, Raleigh to essentially kind of the mid portion of Durham. And, you know, it's just, it's just stoplight after stoplight after stoplight. And I'm like, there's gotta be a better way to do this. Maybe a, a, a free way to connect those two or some kind of, some kind of system that, that speeds this, this up. And so, you know, I think your, your, your comment about the, the rail system, like something like that would make lot of sense here just with how interconnected it is you know most people most people don't just you know if you live in carry you probably don't just live your life in carry you're probably in raleigh some you're probably in durham some you're probably in apex some or whatever it is if you live in durham you're probably in raleigh some or carry or apex and so um yeah i think some kind of system would be would be nice i do know that that it's been pushed for a lot it's failed a lot for a lot of different reasons. Um, 
so it, it it has been something that's been on the table that just hasn't just hasn't come to fruition so um but yeah i'm with you on that but anyway i think i think this is i think something like this is i was gonna say creative you know it's it's a creative solution to to what we have right we have a bus system here how do we make that bus system more efficient um more capable and i think this is i think this is a really good option so it looked like when i was reading through this article here um that the most of it would be done yeah here it is so the newburn um corridor the southern corridor and the western corridor the one that goes from raleigh into Cary, is on track to be completed by 2030. Um, so that would leave um, only one of the corridors left. Um, but yeah, I think I think this this will be a huge huge benefit to the area. So, all right, last up on the list, I wanted to talk about. So the Fed met this week, so I want to throw a little little housing data in here as well. Um, and the Fed decided not to raise rates, um, which was, for the most part, I think expected at this point. Um, and essentially, I was going to try to find a quote from uh, Jerome Paglia. Here it is. He said, we're not confident that we haven't essentially taken care of this, and we're not confident that we have. Um, so that they seem to be kind of in this like middle area where they're just waiting for more data to come in before they make their decision. So like a lot of economic data, it lags behind. And so sometimes you put policies in place and those policies don't come to fruition until a while later. Um, and that's essentially what is happening here. So I think they're just waiting for a little more data to come in before they make a decision. So I know last time, the time prior to this, when they met, they talked about how, uh, you know, one more rate hike was on the table. Um, and it seems like it potentially still is, but um, they're just essentially waiting for more data to come in. But I think, though, um, you know, it's good that we didn't see another rate hike. And what I wanted to point out with that is mortgage rates. So, Mortgage rates have responded um, pretty favorably over the last, um, really, this week. So if you're looking right here, you've got 7.5%. So that is a substantial difference. I say substantial. We were at 8%. So it, it's not, substantial may not be the right word to use, but I mean, you know, there's not a big difference between 8% and 7.9, right? Or 7.85, but there's a big difference between 8 and 7.5. Um, and so today we were at 7.51 was, was the average. So it's a really good thing. Um, I still think, I know last week I did an entire um, episode on the housing market and kind of what I was expecting with, with the housing market, what, um, what a lot of the experts were expecting with the housing market um, as we go into 2024 and 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 and, and all of that um, unaffordability and all that kind of stuff. So if you haven't watched that, go back and watch it. Um, but that 
you know, theme of higher for longer is still going to be a reality. So even though we saw, you know, a little bit of easing on the mortgage rate side, which is great, I hope we see a little more. Um, I still think we ought to be prepared for this kind of higher for longer type um, market that, 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 that we'll be in um, for, I think, a while longer. So, um, but yeah, I think overall, though, it's good. It's good news. 7.5 is much better um, than eight. So it sounds better. You know, it's more, it's a little more affordable. Uh, so it's just better, better all around. But I think the Fed will meet again in December, if I remember correctly. Um, and that will um, hopefully, hopefully they decide not to, not to raise rates again in December. So but anyway, Appreciate y'all joining tonight. Like I mentioned uh, before, hopefully the weather, I think it is, I think it's supposed to be in the 60s this weekend. So much, much better than uh, than the 40s. So um, but I appreciate y'all tuning in this week. I, I Again, I love these um, and I look forward to joining y'all next Thursday. So see y'all next Thursday.